Hello and welcome back to another episode of Film and Other Drugs. This week we're looking at the final episode of season three. So season three, episode 13 of Breaking Bad. You're here with me, Nora and Selma. Hi, Selma. Hey. Hey, so. This was exciting. <laughs> yeah. You I said, mean, honestly, you said early before it was one of your faves or? Yeah, well, the whole season, honestly, yeah. like I had, I know you asked me, I think it was like a couple of seasons back, which one was yeah. my favorite one. Mm. And I, I was saying the first one because I do, I love the first season. Yeah. But if we're going to go into and like disregard the first season, then this one is my favorite because it's just action packed. Honestly, the last episode felt like a, a season finale just because of like <laughs> the <Okay>. impact, <laughs> for lack of a better word, that it had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that this one tops the last one is insane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. And I think um, we kind of get a look at, you know, just just how Walt works when you've got him backed up and against the wall, basically. Yeah. We see that a few times uh, throughout the show, and each time he gets backed up against the wall, it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he's he's like a, a, a cornered cat, you know, just yeah. lashes out because it's all he's got left, and he makes contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got these, like, it's definitely hidden claws type of thing, like a cat. Yeah. You don't really expect it, even though you might maybe have seen a glimpse of it before. But you just don't think he'll do it to you, or you just don't... I just don't think any of the characters are ever fully prepared for it. Every time. It's almost like he switches into a different person. Right. It's like he feeds off the fact that he is... Under, um, underestimated. Underestimated, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, the opener, right? Yeah. I, I like how they do openers in the show, because it's... It's not exactly revealed to you why that's opening the show or why that's an important thing to keep in mind throughout the show um, until the show, like until the episode's over, you know? Yeah. But in this one, we see a very young Walter, Walt and Skylar, uh, Skylar very pregnant with the Walter Jr. And they're picking their house. And in that time... Skylar's pregnant. Like that scene too, because that's where we we first meet them. They're pregnant, but we see yeah. a completely different relationship. Yes, and this one he seems so confident and yeah. very um, sure of himself. And I mean, just the way he talks to her, because she's like wanting this. What in his mind is a very, um, I guess, humble home because it's only a three bedroom. <laughs> only <laughs> yeah um and he's like you know why be cautious there's nowhere to go but up we gotta set our sides high mm. and so mm. you know he's he's got some lofty plans for them so that tells me that you know he, he had expectations for himself perhaps yeah yeah and so he really fell far from his expectations i think <laughs> yeah it all started with that house <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um also something in this episode it, it's so interesting seeing how different Skylar was it was almost like Skylar was playing a more Marie type role initially yeah I, she obviously had a whole lot more respect for him yeah. at that point mm. I agree I agree and it was just like she had to play 
also like the not defenseless woman type like she still demand not demanded things but suggested things that could be more respect but also it could be like i guess how they started off close to how they started off we hear that story about her being a waitress and you know i, I think mm-hmm. that she depended on him for things but once they have the house and they've got the kid i mean what this is how many years ago because walter jr is probably 15 16 that's true so she did get her way she wanted that house despite walter's different opinion yeah yeah you're right he didn't get to sort of have the thing that made him feel like a the big dude and i don't know I don't know why she really wanted it. Yeah. It's well he was saying, you know, why get a starter home and have to move and make the expense and we might as well just get what we want now. Mm. And I feel like maybe if he had done that, maybe that would have been a motivator for him to like keep up the appearance or to keep up that lifestyle for himself because he owned that house, you know? But yeah. in this sense, he kind of gave in. He yeah. let her get what she wanted. And you let go of the that, identity of power a little bit. Yeah. And and maybe eventually it kind of eroded his mm. confidence, I guess. Or his yeah. motivation, his drive. Yeah. Was he and if mm. go ahead. No, no, was he at the company still or he would have left it by then? He, well, it's funny you say that because he didn't say he was with Grey Matter. It's like he was with a different company, perhaps one that he went to after he quit from gray matter oh okay so it's, it's it seems like he didn't just jump into teaching straight away right right yeah. like it's something that they even mentioned you know i hear that the high school here is pretty good you know mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's his future workplace yeah. yeah so i don't know maybe she kind of wore him down and yeah. changed him in a way mm. i'm not sure yeah hmm. also like would the would they have medical bills and stuff with walter jr yeah, that's true. So Walter Jr. coming uh, to the world with, with a disability may have been another blow maybe to the ego, but not even just that, but also to the bank. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like sort of the realities of like having a family um, kind of hit Walt and perhaps the company maybe was a rival company or whatever. It didn't work out. And maybe it was quite hard to see Grey Matter kind of blow up without him. And Yeah, that, that just... would have been another blow, definitely. Well, yeah multiple hits to the ego that you eventually settle into a life of mediocrity and accept it but really yeah he's the kind of person who can hold a grudge for a very long time yeah and Mm. i mean you can kind of think of that as being a type of being figuratively packed into a corner you know you get all these blows to the ego eventually you're gonna lash out you know and who's gonna get hurt but those closest around you yeah so in this episode yeah we're kind of dealing with the fallout of the last episode so walter i keep calling him walter walt killed (laughs) uh he ran over frank's dudes so he basically killed his co-workers and of course uh his car is all messed up and he's coming out well jesse's on the run and he's coming to meet mike and Fring yeah. out in the desert again. Mm-hmm. And um, the desert. Oh man. That's what it felt like the desert in this show is a character. It's not just the desert, you know? It's like a special yeah. place where shit goes down. <laughs> yeah. 
so you know. true. The backdrop, it's just so desolate and so yeah. not cold, but just there's nothing, you know, except the wide, wide mm -hmm. sky, always the sky, sky shots. Mm -hmm. um, but did you notice that he was dressed up like Heisenberg? Yes. Yeah. So it's almost like he he's getting ready to get his claws out, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, like he's kind of, like he's kind of his, turning uh, into his alter ego, and so he yeah. has to slip into that costume. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gus is basically super mad, and like, or maybe like, it's the opposite. Maybe the mild mannered Walt is the costume, and the Heisenberg is his real self. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know that Walt knows who he is anymore. Because if you've, you know... Yeah. I don't yeah. know that people who flex also know who they are, because I feel like flexing itself is almost like a mask. True. They're using things to make you look better. But what's you, like... I don't know. Is there, I'm not going to bring Freud into it, but like... You are not the ego, like you're all the other, like you're a complex being. And I think right. people who rely on like flexing too much, kind of neglecting other parts of themselves, maybe. Um, but yeah, so 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 Gus is like really angry, and they, they Jesse's on the run, yeah. Um, and now Gail is back because well, because Gus is essentially he's got all the power again, and Walt is just freaking out about this. Um, he's super. Con he's he's being controlled a lot as well. He can't really get into the lab um, on his own. He he's yeah. just. It almost feels like, you know, the way the lab is set up, and Gus run running this big chicken um, chain, fried chicken chain. It kind of reminded me of a um, a slaughterhouse. Like he like going into the lab and like being let in. It's almost like he's trapped. He's like an animal working for them and. Like a cow that they sort of they're milking him for. Yeah. Him. Well, <laughs> I I think that the fact that he thinks that Fring killed had that little boy killed or authorized it or okayed it or was fine with it, mm. whichever the case may be, I think that kind of answered some questions that Walt had about their relationship that maybe uh. he was still questioning. You know. As yeah, far yeah. as whether or not he's expendable, like if that mm. little boy is expendable, he's who's a child, who's Walt, you know? Because yes, he might be the guy that's cooking the meth, but he already had other people watching, and already he had Gail learning, you know. And we even had that flashback of Frank talking to Gail and telling him that that Walt is dying. Oh, that was a flashback. Was it a flashback? I can't tell. I couldn't figure it out if yeah. that if that happened after or before i just know that when they're in the desert walt assumes that he can pick the next assistant and frank's like uh -uh, it's all me and, yeah uh, and of course the natural person he's going to bring is gail because gail's already learned the the, the routine yeah. and the formula yeah. um but I think mm -hmm. in between those two, that's when he talks to Gus. I mean, to Gail. When Gus talks to Gail. <laughs> Funny. Um, 
but uh so yeah maybe it's not a flashback i thought Mm -hmm. maybe it was but you could be right because he did want to know how many cooks they needed before gail could take over yeah i'm surprised gail didn't know about walt's cancer already but then again it, it gus does kind of compartmentalize loads of things in his life it would make sense that he compartmentalizes what people need to know as, as sort right. of an act of, of power also just a random thing but when gus went to gail's place did you get like a like a bit of like gay vibe between them because i was like wait <laughs> do they love yeah. each other <laughs> I feel like gail loves everyone he's so nice I, yeah i think gail is just very open-hearted yeah but i don't know it's so weird in this episode to see him so like after frank tells him that he's dying i don't think he knew right and so he already really really looked up to 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 him um to walt so like gus asking him to like decide when does walt die i think he knows that walt will die not like yeah i don't think gail uh I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's thinking, oh yeah, he might die from cancer, so that's why we need right. to know. He knows that it's a a death by, you know, Gus's order kind of thing. It's kind of sad because you see Gail kind of trying not to rush it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, out of respect for Walt or because... Do you think he was going to warn him when he um, tried to talk to him? Um, Gus's henchman, I forget his name, but he walks up to where they are so he can hear whatever it is that they're talking about. Um, do you think he was going to warn him at that point, or he wanted to? I think I think Gale was incredibly conflicted. I think uh, the the writers want us to see him as a good guy, so I think we were supposed to assume that he wanted to, but um, but I don't know. I think he, Gale is more self preserving than that. I think he he kind of knows how to stay alive <laughs> right i think he understands that the situation calls for him or me yeah yeah it's one of those things you have to it's kind of ironic right because yeah same thing that that uh walt does with gail <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and and again jesse being like an extension of walt's family it's the same he kind of you know it's Walt and Jesse are a unit. They're like one person. And when they're backed into a corner, I genuinely thought Walt was actually going to sell Jesse out, but it was so nice to see him warn Jesse. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, but I sort of, I sort of just miss, missed a whole bit where Walt is basically talking about how well, they go to the laser tag place. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I guess... So after he starts working with Gail, he kind of starts seeing the writing on the wall. Like, he understands that this is not permanent, that he's not going to get that year contract he thought that they were making, that he his days are numbered. I think he realizes that at that point. And um, I think he knows that mike is hot on the trail for jesse because he's already seen kind of his color his true colors like what he's capable of you know when he gave him that story about being a cop and almost killing that guy and how he wishes he had killed him and like Mm -hmm. now that he's not a cop anymore there's nothing really stopping him right yeah 
<clears throat> terrifying when he needs to be. He really is. He's a good actor. I love his character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Walt and Saul. Oh, that's right. Because Mike was uh, was grilling Saul for Jesse's location. Oh, and yeah, so, yeah. He really yeah so that's why Saul and Walt were, were driving out to the laser tag place under the pretense that, you know, he's checking out a place he's supposedly going to buy. Because he's being followed by Fring, and they think that uh, Saul's car is more than likely bugged. So that's where Jesse's hiding. And so they go, and they kind of have a a little meeting and a powwow. And that's when uh, Walt kind of has a plan to save his own skin. Yeah. Because he knows. He knows what's happening, but not... Yeah. And such chess chess moves. I love it. I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. You see that many moves ahead. I'm not sure, like, like Jesse sounds like Walt whenever, you know, Jesse had came up to him about retribution for the guys that killed Combo. He sounds like Walt now trying to convince Walt not to do anything. (laughs) But the question is, is like, are they, when do they start pretending? Because that's, that's what we find out is that Walt's big plan is to create this kind of distraction by faking what they're actually doing versus what they're doing on you know on the other end um i don't think they could hear inside the laser tag place i don't think that there was microphones in there so i think that's where they planned this yeah 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 and so then after the fact he's at home i think and he leaves oh yeah because that's the last cook that was the last cook that he and gail and had and mm-hmm. so it was over for him, basically, at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because his last move, it's his, his last chance. If he's backed into the corner, they're going to kill him or they're going right. to, I mean, you know, get them to get, to get, get him to get, blah, I can't say it. Give Jesse up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I was so Mike comes and picks him up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you and believe I thought it? Oh my Go God. ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Did you believe that Walt was going to give up Jesse? Like when you saw this the first time? You know, I was trying to remember. I was going to say that. I, I'm trying to remember what I thought when I first saw the episode, you know, mm. and, and I didn't know what was going to happen next. And I think I remember getting confused because it was such a good plan that I got confused. Yeah. 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 I was like, what? what happened and that's when I, like now i see it i'm like wow he's a genius because <laughs> such a good way of like just completely distracting everybody in the situation and like when he talks to jesse on mike's phone and he tells him what to do <laughs> wow, the balls so yeah so <laughs> so cool and I, it, it kind of makes me think um going back to their conversation about killing gail so that um they have they have to be kept alive it's Mm -hmm. so brave and ballsy because i get it gus isn't going to kill them but also how do you know that like gus could do so much else like kill your family or something right i don't know it's weird (laughs) uh yeah they definitely lash out i don't think that jesse wanted to do it but I think he felt obligated to, of course, because Walt just did it for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate that. Like, 
Walt, Walt does things, sometimes I feel he does things for Jesse because he really cares, and then other times I'm like, he wants to keep Jesse so close to him. Yeah. Because, I mean, how can he get any of this done by himself? There's no way. He needs somebody, but he needs somebody dedicated. He needs his henchman or his, like, you know, his dog, essentially. He's kind of like, he needs a mic. Yeah. Um, he is he is powerful. He He has a big ego, but he knows he also needs those tools. And I think he sees people as, like, a means to an end. Or he's be- becoming more and more like that, which reminds me of Fring. I feel like they're becoming more and more alike. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was interesting that Jesse suggested to, when they were in the laser tag place, um, when they were kind of coming up with the idea and, well, Walt's proposing the idea, but Jesse's like, you should just go to the DEA. Like, you need to, he's like, I think he said that he would take off, that he would just run away and just mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. And that Walt could just go into the witness protection and then just have Fring arrested. And and Walt's like, no, we can't do that now. <laughs> like they've they've too far. They've gone too far. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I kind of am, I was surprised by that too because it's almost like Jesse showing the the audience that or the writer showing us that Jesse is still kind of pure, <laughs> right? Especially innocent person, you know. Yeah, because like in the last episode, he was literally walking up the, the to those two guys, and he was supposed to shoot them. And now it kind of calls that into question. Like if, if Walt hadn't shown up, those guys were going to kill Jesse because Jesse was going to choke. Yeah, I don't think that Jesse would have. Um, I think he, it was self-sabotage. He was okay with being killed. Yeah. He was it, it does show how much more um, bravery he has to do something in the name of someone else, like with righteous you know, indignation over what they're doing to the children or to a child versus saving his own ass because he could easily you know like gail needs to be gotten rid of because if not it's them you know yeah and he that was harder for him to do like he's he's it's easier for him to do something for someone else versus doing it for himself yeah i love that i love that is i think that's one of the things that makes like as the show goes on you end up rooting for Jesse more because as humans, I think we would all rather be the type of person who would kill in the name of love or family or something like that than like, oh, I had to kill him because, you know, I had to. Like, it was a chess move or it's a power thing or I didn't want to die. Like, it's almost like, yeah, being self-sacrificing just looks better than being, like, self-preserving. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, definitely very self-sacrificing. He's Yeah. You see him just kind of abandon his own um ab- abandon himself basically, you know, instead of saving his own ass, but he will he he will be there to save a friend if he can. Yeah. And I think that someone I don't think that Jesse was long for this world if that makes if that's the saying. Like it felt like Jesse was always on the on the edge of um just not wanting to be here anymore um yeah he's well it's kind of like with walt where he thinks that he's overstayed his welcome basically yeah yeah they both feel like cats with nine lives and they're both kind of counting going huh (laughs) (laughs) should i still be here (laughs) Um, and so this kind of brings into question what's going to happen is 
okay, so did Gail die? Uh, number one. Um, and then on top of that, if he is dead, what's Fring going to do? Of course, that kind of saves Walt because nobody else knows how to do it. At least he doesn't think anybody else knows how to do his, his job besides him and Jesse. So I'm sure at this point he's feeling very confident that Fring is not going to kill them. Yeah, we'll the, the look on Walt's face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Like, I'm, uh, it, his his look is just so infuriating. Even though you're all, also like, yeah, dude, you're amazing. But, like, don't be so happy about Gail dying. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, he looked really pleased with himself. But I think, I think what's, what did it for him hmm. was the absolute look of horror and indignation in Mike's face. Yeah. And <laughs> he realized that, that... He was just totally scammed, and yeah. he didn't see it coming. Mm. And and also, yeah, I think they're all terrified of what Fring will do. I think this is great because you, we kind of see just how powerful Fring is because he's put fear in people. Like seriously, it's great. Yeah. Um, and I hate I hate seeing Jesse, uh, having to you know like we don't know but. To look in his eyes like oh man every single yeah. season i feel like it breaks jesse down even more <laughs> right like this totally reminds me of when he sent him to those junkies house mm -hmm. to kill or to at least you know oh, intimidate them mm -hmm. and uh he didn't want to do it then and he did not want to do it now no but yeah. he unfortunately he felt obligated because walt just saved his ass and again that would work with jesse because he's very much a a loyal person right right he won't do it for himself he's doing it for walt and that that did it that worked i think he, walt even said it yeah he did yeah he did yeah he, wow. he said like like yeah it's it's so so <laughs> insane and manipulative it's yeah he's like I, I would i did it for you i need you to do it for me or something like that yeah and you see yeah. Jesse is just, that's how he's built, you know, whether it's Pombo, Badger, Skinny Pete, he looks out for his people. And Walt doing this just, I think it makes Jesse think that Walt really cares about him. And we do think that as well, but perhaps, yeah, Walt's always got this ulterior thing going on as well. I, I think, like you said, maybe it's not malicious, maybe it is a case of his personality is always kind of looking at the bigger picture and thinking how can this benefit me or i don't okay so he saved jesse's life and i know that it was spur of the moment you know he saw it on the news he knew he knew what was going to happen he went to the corner just in time okay cool like we can say that walt cares about jesse but do you think that at some point walt made a decision jesse stays alive for these logical reasons nothing to do with emotion I need this person for this amount of time. So like I have I just have a feeling that he kind of has this way of thinking. Like okay, I can I can kind of buy that he likes Jesse, he really cares about him, but part of me is also like he is kind of thinking long term as well. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I think he has he knows that he has the capacity to illogically or irrationally care or love someone the way like he loves his family. You know, to the point where he would do something to 
put everybody and himself in danger in order to take care of them after his death kind of shows that. So I think that he knows that his need to save Jesse, mm. despite the fact that Jesse brings a lot of this onto himself most of the time, yeah, still compels him to be there to help him and to save him. Like when he went to that house, um, that, that crack house, and he basically pulled him out of there, like he went to reach for him to pick him up, but he hugged uh, Jesse hugged him instead and just kind of collapsed on him. And I think he realized then that it was more than whatever it was that it was more than a, a business partnership at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I think what was incredibly guilty at that point too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, part of me wonders if, if Walt was even capable of like love. Like I, I, I can kind of see that he does genuinely love but i just don't think he loves in a healthy way and also right. um i had something i had something i had something what was it um this is why i need to write more things down so it's just more of a spur of the moment thought though to be fair um walt um no this is gonna get too boring for people. <laughs> okay i'll think about it and get back to you <laughs> um, yeah we'll come back to that yeah but yeah, I think that's that's all I have for this. The finale of season three, and we're looking forward to season yeah. four. Yes. Which will start next weekend. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's I'm super exciting. It. I mean, I, I love the beginning of uh, like new seasons of, of shows. Yes. Yeah. And in and this I one, we're going to figure out, you know, what's Bryn going to do about Walt completely yeah. messing up his plants? <laughs> yeah because he's very much a planner and very much like he's so ordered that mm -hmm. all coming in and causing such a huge disruption i mean he can't even right. deal with a little bit of disruption so this is insane like i, I yes. can't wait to see what gus does gus mm. is gonna freak out <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll talk okay. to you guys next weekend talk to you guys next weekend bye everyone